Vibe Machine Alright, welcome back to Undercovers Podcast. I'm Josh Kiff, your host, and if you haven't noticed, I try and do a unique intro each episode of the podcast. Now, we're about 80 episodes in now, so I admit it's getting a little hard to come up with different ways to say, check out the previous episode, subscribe, rate, and provide a review, so please, please go and do all that sort of stuff. Right now, though, we continue our chat with Jason Link, who is the creative director at Epitaph Records just a small indie record label based in Los Angeles. We pick up part three talking about Let Lives If I'm the Devil, which has a unique woven cover design. And I start by asking Jason what exactly it's called. Vibe. Machine. I think it's just called nail nail art because it's- Nail art. You know, yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, what it is. Cause it's, I, I think so. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is a this is a really cool project because this is all this is all handmade, and I'll have to get you a physical copy so you can kind of see what we what we actually mm. did with it because it it, it was it was really cool. So um, what we did was we took this uh, you know this piece of piece of wood it's probably like you know twelve by twelve and kind of made the logo out of nails, and then took a piece of string and just kind of did this you know like kind of nail art thing. And it was very difficult to do. Um, mm. My my girlfriend, she 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 had smaller fingers, so she could just like whip through this. And like, it, like <laughs> she helped out a lot on this. And then what we did, and I don't know if you can see it, but on like the inside of the uh, the foldout, we hung this on a wall, and then we took the red string and and strung it against the wall. So this was like freestanding. And then we took a bunch of photos of like riots. And just people, you know, kind of uh, protesting and stuff, and then put those pictures on the actual on the red string. So this thing is like actually, it's like an art installation. It's like hanging. Isn't so that cool. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. So we did that, and like that was a that was a really cool and very difficult kind of challenge. Mm. Um, and then we it was photographed by uh, Jonathan Weiner. He, he does a bunch of stuff. He did the Alkaline Trio stuff. We'll, talk about that but we mm. we did this and we had like this 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 is a really cool art piece because I, I still have it at the epitaph office we actually did an art show surrounding the release of this record where uh jason uh butler and the band got all their friends to do pieces about the songs and stuff and we did this it was like this giant kind of thing wow and we were do we had this little corner of the of the gallery set up to where we can replicate the 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 piece hanging and so we had spent like you know we spent about a week preparing for this and like we had set this all up and inside the actual layout um like it's like a newspaper and we put uh an image of an earthquake on there wow and and the uh like like a you know like on a news show it'll show like earthquake you know and it'll show like the scale of it and then the day that we were having the um art show LA had an actual earthquake. Like it wasn't a big <laughs> one. It was, but, but the, the whole art piece that we had installed for the cover, it collapsed. Oh. So like, so for the art show that night, we couldn't include this, the piece because it was just, you know, we spent too much time putting it together and like, it was like, no way we were getting this done in time. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's so, so cool. And, 
That was and, it was pretty cool that we predicted that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a little, little bit of Nostradamus there coming out. But um such a different design and I love the story behind it and it's one of the reasons like I say that I do this show is to find out these what's going on in the background to make these designs and how does it fit with where the band are and and it's just so perfect in every way. And now that you've explained it it it's one of those ones where you know you you want to go and grab it and I will go and grab it because you know the story behind the artwork. Yeah. We're starting to get into sort of the the really big stuff now. You began working and to me and we spoke about this offline as well. To me this would have been a dream come true to do anything with the descendants. And right. you got to work on even though you didn't you didn't do the original drawing of the front cover because they have their own dude that does that does the Milo drawings, but you got to work on um Hypercathens Basniati. The uh, the latest <laughs> epic by the Descendants. So really, really interested in what the process is to work with them. And my biggest question about their artwork is, is Bill Stevenson as hands-on and possessive of artwork as he is in the recording studio? Yeah, so uh, when when there was talks of the Descendants record coming out at Epitaph, I was really excited. And, you know, <clears throat> they, they've been one of my favorite bands. And, you know, everybody loves... The Descendants. I mean, if you Everyone, love punk rock, yes. they're they're they are just they're undeniable. Um, yes. And you know, I knew that I knew that this was coming around, and I didn't know when. And then one day, um, out of the blue, I got a, a phone call, and on my on my landline at, at work, it said the blasting room, and I'm like, holy shit, it's happening! <laughs> you know, the, the blast the, the blasting room is um, is Bill's studio in, in Colorado. Yes. Iconic and, studio in Colorado, yes. Right, and uh, so I'm like, oh shit, here we go. So this is this is this is happening. So uh, I answered the phone, and Bill's on the other line, and he introduced himself, and just like he's like, hey, look, we got this new record coming out, and uh, you know, I hear you're going to be doing the graphic design on this. We don't really know what we're going to do. Um, we have this, we have the album title, but that's about it. And then, so we just kind of started working on, on ideas. And then we finally, um, he introduced me to Chris Sherry, who is the, uh, illustrator for, yes, uh, the descendants. And he does all their, you know, all their t-shirts and, um, you know, all their artwork and all the, all the all stuff. And yes, he's such an awesome dude. And so meeting him, that was like, that was like a, that was a huge step too. Cause it's like, oh, this is great. I get to work with the descendants, but also get to work with Chris Sherry, who was like, you know, Everybody knows him as like one of the nicest people in punk rock. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, but Bill was very hands-on with all this. And, and especially on this one, uh, when we decided on the, the, like the science kind of theme, Milo mm. kind of jumped in and um, was really uh, involved with a lot of the stuff too. Because on the deluxe packaging, I don't know if you ever got a chance to see that. Uh, there's a deluxe CD version where we did like- No, a, I, ha- I have it on did... vinyl. I don't have, I don't have okay. it on- um... I'll have, to, yep. I'll have to give you the CD. It's like a, it's like a, it's funny because this, this was put out in like 2016 and CDs were still somewhat relevant. And now, <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, vinyl again. Just, yeah. Like now it's all back to that. But we, so it had, um, it had the, uh, the CD and then the, and then the bonus, uh, Spaz Hazard yes, songs on a yes. different disc too. But on that one, it tells the story about how Milo invented the hypercavian spasmate. So you see him in the lab 
uh, you know, kind of mixing the chemicals and then it exploding. And then I don't know. <laughs> yes, it looks great. Process. I have that, I have that as yeah. well. It's amazing. Yes. Okay. And then, uh, but yeah, but then like, you know, like the, the periodic table on the back of the record was, mm. was mm. that like that, you know, that's something I always, always wanted to do with the record, but like never like, this was like the first opportunity to where that worked out. And they seemed really stoked on that, which I thought was, I was you know, like I was going to say, I thought that would have been more a Milo thing, but it's so cool that it was you who came up with that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to tap into the nerddom and like, you know, like mm. I love science and I think it's really cool. And like, you know, I remember mm. like staring at, you know, these periodic tables in school, you know, not knowing what, what they meant or what they were, mm. but I just always mm. thought they looked cool. Then, then we also had the opportunity to put a glow in the dark uh, ink on the cover. I don't know if, if we did on all no. of them, does your vinyl, does your vinyl? No, it doesn't. No, oh, I have it man. hang on my wall and it, if, <laughs> oh, it, if it glowed in the dark, I would know. Yeah. I'll take a photo and send it to you. Okay. Yeah. Cause like some, like definitely over in the U S I think we did it and I, I don't, I'm not sure which, which ones, but like, it's such a cool, uh, such a cool thing to, to see like that, you know, it just kind of gives it that extra like weird science nerdiness to it. But it, yeah, it, it's with, great. It looks great. You know, the sentence are great because you get to work with like all their old, you know, they have their old crew, like the photographers, like mm. uh, Lisa Johnson, who has been photographing them and, um, you know, bands like Nirvana and, you know, just every every punk band under the sun she has taken a photo of. And it's it's just really cool to kind of like get these teams back together and like, you know, like mm. you work on these projects and you kind of start to get to know them. And then, you know, you go away and then you come back when the, you know, there's another project again. It's pretty cool. Well, you you also did the um the Who We Are Record Store Day um oh yeah final for those guys as well. So you've got to work with them a couple of times, which is yeah awesome. Yeah. And so that so that was another like that photo was taken by Lisa Johnson as well. So you right. know you kind of always see the same the same team. And um, <laughs> with it with this being such a crazy song for them because this is a political mm. song, and you know usually mm. they're talking about you know chimichangas and <laughs> yeah. coffee burgers and stuff Where, yeah. yeah right right so we thought maybe hey let's put the lyrics on the cover because you know just to kind of really get the point across that like hey this message is important you mm. know like this is you know this is a it's a really you know it's a political song that i you know i it's, feel very for it's very cool <laughs> and it's and it's amazing that they've They've gone and done a political song like that. And then, you know, to do something as very limited edition and cool is just, it's very descendants. It's very, very them. So I think it's, it right. it's very fitting with, with their aesthetic. But, uh, one of the other ones you got to work on talking about iconic, you got to work on the 20th anniversary of the offspring smash. <laughs> That must have been a moment when that one came across your desk, right? Yeah, that was crazy because, you know, th that was like one of the first like real big jobs at Epitaph when I when I first started. Um, that was like one of the first things that come through. They said, hey, this is the 20th anniversary of Offspring Smash. Mm. You know, do you have any ideas? I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, do I have any ideas? Like, yeah, like we're just kind of <laughs> looking to <laughs> like, like. But like it's 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 perfect. You don't don't touch it. Like yeah. Um, but uh, it was a really cool experience because dealing with it, I actually reached out to the original artist, uh, Fred right. Hidalgo, 
And I got, I got to, you know, cause I, I wanted to ask him if he had anything that we didn't have, mm. like, you know, artwork files or just, you know, just kind of learn the, learn the story of it and stuff. And mm. he, 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 he'd be some, someone interesting to have on your show too. He, yes. uh, uh, cause, cause I mean, one, cause I want to know his story, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's, certain certain questions that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's certain questions you can't always ask somebody, you know, like, Hey, uh, you know what's going on with your story um but uh so and and i just remember you know the layout as a as a as a kid you know just like seeing these like cool 90s vibe where it's just like this you know type over these weird photos that the photos don't really mm. mean anything or like maybe mm. they do i don't really know so i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to preserve that layout somehow so what the layout is it's this um special die cut box with this window that has um, the band name and then the track listing on the back. Um, and then the, the window kind of reveals the, the iconic uh, skull from the original yes. cover. And then you open it up and that, that skull or that skeleton is a, like a 12 by 12 page booklet. And you kind of go through and it, and it has the original layout, like as the original squares, maybe a little bit bigger, um, just so you can kind of like, it walks you through the story of smash mm, and then it yeah. goes, and then it goes in and then it goes into the, the, to the documentary part or the story part where they have interviews with, um, you know, the original artist, you had the Brett Gerwitz, the band, and, you know, you know, fat Mike is in there and like some, some, uh, some radio people from like K rock and stuff. And then That's all using, cool. all using original photos from the, from the time done by Lisa Johnson again um, <laughs> who, who's just you know incredible but it's it's mm. just this is really cool book and like you know i gotta work with um their management team larry tall who he's managed you know uh you know nine inch nails and Gwen stefani through her whole journey mm. and like it just mm. it was a really it was a really cool uh experience and uh it's definitely one of my favorite things uh I've ever got to be a part of. And it's oh. definitely some, it's something that I look at quite a bit and it's, it's, uh, Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go and track down the, tw I don't even know whether they have it in Australia, but I'm going to go track oh. it down and, okay. and, 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 and get it. So, um, I'm sure they do. Talking about iconic and I know you didn't do the front cover of this, but you did do the layout and you got to work on bad religion and you got to work on the 30 years live packaging. When right. you've got Brett, you've got Brett in the office, who you now know very well, and from what Nick has explained, Brett's a lovely guy and very hands-on with everyone and gets to know everyone really well, and then all of a sudden you're working on his band, and you're working on the 30s live packaging. What was that like, being able to play with that? Right, so, so with the 30 years packaging, I think that was originally like a digital only release or like there was something right. unique about that where there wasn't a full layout. So, and Nick had did that cover, uh, Nick mm. Pritchard. So I just had, you know, like that was, that, that's the cool thing about working at a label. You get these things kind of thrown at you and you get to, <laughs> um, you get to mimic what they were trying to do. So, you know, like if Nick were to do, you know, I'm interested to see what Nick would, you know, how he would handle the rest of the layout i mean maybe mm. be the same way <laughs> you know you don't know <laughs> or maybe he'd do something maybe he'd do something really crazy and different you know yeah so i mean working with bad religion in, in any sense is is it's awesome you know like i do yeah. a lot of i you know like 
I haven't really done any necessary. Maybe I've done like a seven inch, a couple seven inches or something. But, mm. um, but I, you know, I, I do have to do all the like promotional materials for a lot of the stuff. And I love how hands on Brett Gerwitz is. Like he'll come over and sit next to me and like, He's, he, he's, he's a tweaker. He'll like say, no, go to the left. No, right, right. Okay. Split the difference. You know, like he'll, he, he's so hands-on with a lot of that very stuff cool. just because he has an artistic background. He knows what he wants and it's, it's, it's really awesome. It's his like, puppy. I'm a, I'm a, it's his puppy, right? It, it is. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, uh, of him just as a, as a human and, uh, and, you know, as a boss, like he, he's, a, he's a pretty awesome, uh, dude to work with. And you are the second art director at Epitaph who has said, who has said that. So I am, uh, yeah. I'm like, very, if, very, if like, he's just such an awesome dude. Like no, no one, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him. We should jump on because there is, there, there's the right. last few I want to, I want to really talk about and they're huge. Propaganda victory lap. Now I've interviewed Todd, um, from the band who is sort of their art guy and, and a great artist in his own right and has done a, you know, one of their album covers, um, failed states and he also, Sort of looks at looks after everything, but he was explaining about Vitri Lab. You know, they sort of found this this photo. So I was interested, from your point of view, how that all came together. Because being a propaganda album cover is a very tough thing. You've got to be, you know, they're they're quite specific in in what they in who they are and what they do. Right? Yeah. I mean, propaganda. They're they're definitely one of the first punk bands that I ever you know got into. Like that song "Ska mm. Sucks" was such an awesome mm. <laughs> such an awesome song <laughs> um and just that whole record how to clean everything that just like that was a, oh. that was a huge thing with victory lap they um this was my first time working with them so you know i wanted to make you know and i knew a lot about the band i knew that they were hands-on with with a lot of the stuff and mm. so when they were coming together with the um the album ideas they had a bunch of different ideas uh they wanted like this illustrator this like kind of this guy who does a bunch of like kind of political satire uh paintings to do something but they felt like maybe mm. it was a little too on the nose and then they came across this photo the photo that they have of um the roller coaster that's like out in the ocean and this was yes. this, this photo is photo was taking uh, I, I don't remember the year, but it was the year that um, that New Jersey got a hurricane, and I'm, I'm right. I, I think I think it's called I think it's actually called Long Beach, or there's some. I, I don't I don't know New Jersey all that well, <laughs> but um, I've been there, across, but I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> right, like um, they came across this photo, and they're like, "This is the photo we want." And I'm like, "Okay, who took it?" They're like, "We don't know." <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I, so it, as an art director, sometimes your job is to, you know, find the artist to find out, you know, mm-hmm. what, who the took this photo, yeah. who has the rights. Yeah. Yeah. So I finally found out who it was and it's this photographer named, his name is T- uh, Tom Brenner. And he, um, he is this amazing photographer from, fr- from the East coast. And he is now currently a, um, a photographer for, uh, AP. And right. he, and he has White House clearance. He is taking photos of wow. like all the events. He he goes on Air Force One. Like his Instagram is like a really awesome look at the you know the political environment. Like now he, from what I like, you know, I know he's a whistleblower, isn't he? 
<laughs> he, he might be like, let's not get, let's not get him fired here. But, uh, but just his photos and just the way he shoots, uh, he shoots that, that orange man. Like it just like, it's just so it's mm. awesome. Like he, he, he is an amazing photographer. And just man. like, <laughs> I don't like to say it. He is the orange. <laughs> <laughs> let's just call him that um, from now on. Yeah. Right. But he, he, he's an awesome and I'll, I'll share you, I'll share you his, uh, his Instagram with you so you can check it out. But it's just, it's That's just such cool. a cool look at, uh, just mm. the political environment. And I've never, you know, I've never really seen anyone, uh, you know, have a, have a page like this, but his, his, his photos are incredible. But I reached That's out to amazing. him and he, he, you know, we finally came to terms with it and cause he's never done, you know, he doesn't do music at all. Like I don't even think no. we really knew who who probably Gandhi was. And, I mean, right. he's, he's a younger guy. He, he, he's, he's, you know, he's not like an old, an older, you know, he's like, you know, kind of our age. Yeah. Um, but he, he was so stoked on it, man. He was like, yeah, dude, this is great. This band sounds like, you know, something, you know, I did some research, uh, you know, cause he, he, I don't think he can be associated with, you know, if he was doing something with uh, insane clown posse or something, maybe that <laughs> the government <laughs> would kind of put a, put a halt on that. But, um, but yeah, so we finally came to terms on that. And like, it's, it's been really cool. And like, you know, it, it's cool that, you know, I have that connection with him. And, it's very cool know. that, that the propaganda guy ends up taking photos of the orange dude in the Oval Office. That is <laughs> right. just so fitting that, well, that is, yeah. a, that is such a rock and roll story in itself that isn't rock it and is. roll. It's just, it's just mind blowing that that's happened. Totally. But yeah, and, and I know he, he's not, you know, I, I want to state this: like he doesn't work. Like Donald Trump doesn't hire him. You know, like no, it's, no, no. Uh, it's, he's a, he works. He's employed AP, by the White House. Yeah, right, or AP or something. So or whatever, right. um, you know, news organization, CNN, or whatever. Yes. But yeah, yeah. So because like you know, you'll see he 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 recently took that photo of of Trump walking onto the plane with that twenty dollar bill sticking out. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> no. Like it's I saw funny. the one He's where like he had walking. the toilet. He had the toilet paper stuck to his shoe. Which oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah so just, he's. I don't know. It's 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 really goose. awesome to kind of see that. And like, yeah. I don't even know if the band. Uh, I don't even know if, if the band knows that. But that's that's a. I don't ever think well, I told I, him, I, but, uh, I I I will let Todd know because I talked to Todd a little yeah. bit. I'm sure he yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. He will just laugh his head off, and uh, that would be. Very, he'd just go, "Yep, that's very fitting for yeah. us." So, <laughs> um, very very cool, and a great story, and probably the best story I've heard so far out of all these amazing <laughs> stories. But uh, cool, cool. but we we sh- we should we should move on, and and the next one I want to talk about was Quicksand's interiors. For me, quicksand, I mean, I I got into quicksand early and then I sort of got off quicksand because I sort of came and went and then I got into rival schools in a big way. Okay, um, cool. And I went and saw rival schools and I was like, oh my God, I love rival schools, um, especially when they were a four-piece. Um, and then I saw them with a three-piece, not, that, not as good as a four-piece. Um, and then uh, quicksand came out and did, actually played in Sydney about 12 months ago and I went and saw them and they were incredible. Oh, cool. um, and I'd never right. got to see them, and um, but they'd sort of gone past their use-by date with the youth out here. The kids didn't really know them, so um, there was them and Thursday, and and it was only about half full, which oh, I was really disappointed wow. for. Um, because in America that wouldn't be the case, but in Australia it no. was, and um, huh. and so so Interiors just come out, so real and a great album. So 
interested in, in, in your take, you know, from the inside, what, what that was like. Yeah. So, I mean, working with Walter is just, uh, mm. what an awesome experience. He's just such a, you know, legendary guy in hardcore and has been in every, everything he touches is just, you know, like turns to gold. Like, yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah. It's like, who are you? Um, yeah. so working with him, he had found these, uh, these images of, uh, like these collage images and I, I'm blanking on the, the girl's name. Oh, her name is, uh, Amy. Uh, what is it? Wood, uh, Wood Stockings is her Instagram, but she does all these like cool digital collages of of everything. And um, he he found like of just a bunch like going through her Instagram. He's like, hey, I want this one, this one, this one, this this one, and <laughs> and she kind of uh, tweaked them just a little bit and sent them over. But the funny thing is, all these all these images were uh, not uh, high resolution because she did she just doesn't make them in that necessarily. Mm. So we had to, you know, do some, some, some trickery to make them, you know, big enough to print, which is not always easy to do. Sometimes it works pretty well for images <laughs> and some images are just like, it's, 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 it just looks terrible, but mm. you know, that was a cool, that was a cool process. Cause like Walter didn't really know what to do until, and then he found this and then it was just all like, here are these images, you know, just do whatever you want. Uh, you know, make, make it work. Make it yeah. Good. Yeah. And you know, he, <laughs> And we had, you know, he came into the office one day and my first time meeting him and it was just like, he was just such an awesome dude. And he was just like, once, once you like get the vibe and like, I, I feel like when, when artists, like they meet you and they just like, kind of like, Hey, I, I can trust you. Like just go off mm. and, and do it. And <laughs> yeah. And that was an awesome project. And there may or may not be a new quicksand uh, in the works. Um, oh, I'm excited for this. <laughs> Well, then I'm going to go with, yes, there is. And you're not telling me that. I'm very excited <laughs> well, as well. Well, hey, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where we are with it yet. So I don't know. I'm, I, might, I, I, I might have worked on it, but I don't know whether it's existing <laughs> or not. So I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, and a great story once again. And, yes, Walter is just, you know, to everyone, he's just one of those guys, one of those icons. Um, and then a band that have become iconic. And they've been around forever. You mentioned them back in the day when you were doing merch and and everything is alkaline trio and i have all their old school stuff and and i am a huge alkaline trio fan i even like the fact that um matt's gone and joined blink 182 i even like what he's doing there which is crazy because i shouldn't but but um (laughs) but i do like blink you know i'm I'm actually a blink fan so so it's not that weird um but I I am a huge Alkaline Trio fan, and you got to do is this thing cursed? Wow! Yes. So when when I started at Epitaph, I'm like, dude, Alkaline Trio's on there. That's you know, that's 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 what I want to do. That's my band. You know, that's like, it. Cause yes, being, yes. Being being from Illinois and Chicago, they were like they were the band, man. Like they yeah. they were just that. They were just the kings of of uh, you know the, all that's dark and punk and rock and mm. everything. So this is such an awesome opportunity that that came about and I'm really excited about it because it's definitely it's definitely like one of the big bands that I wanted to work with at Epitaph. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. And it came true. Um but yeah, that cover that came together really cool because that was I I got to give a lot of the credit to uh the photographer Jonathan Weiner who uh, he, he did this cover and he also, we worked on the live cover together. Um, right. Sorry, Matt Skiba goes to him for a lot of photos and stuff and they have a really nice uh, history. They, he's, 
he's photographed, I think he photographed uh, the last couple of Alkaline Trio records, or at least their promo photos. So Matt had came up with this idea of having like something red on the cover, and he thought mm. maybe a typewriter. Uh, we had a typewriter, a phone, and there was there was something else that I, I'm not remembering what it was. But we decided on the phone, but to levitate the phone. And we actually used black magic. We didn't actually use strings at all. We just had a, a Ouija board. And, no, just kidding. <laughs> 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 and Matt's the yeah. controlling it. I can tell you <laughs> Yeah. Matt's over there in the back, like, <laughs> levitating yeah. it. Um, but no, Jedi mind trick and it's living. Yeah, love it, love it. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, it's um, yeah. So Jonathan Weiner built like this little room out of like red plexiglass and stuff, and we just had the phone sit in there and had some uh, string levitating it, and uh, we we just took a bunch of photos of it together. And once uh, once Matt saw that cover, he was like, "This is it." And then the the handwriting throughout everything that's all that's all Matt. He, uh, wow. he came by the uh, epitaph office and just dropped off this handwritten notepad. It was like, Hey, this is what I want the song, the song titles to look like. <laughs> That's so cool. And you know, it, it's so strange that, that a band can have, you know, you see it and you instantly know it's Alkaline Trio. Even if you didn't have Alkaline Trio written up there, most people go, that's Alkaline Trio. Right. And you know, and, and, and it's that, that, it's, that, that, it's it's that red. It's that. It's that blood red. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's got the logo in the in the middle of the dial center. Um, I was trying to explain to my kids the other day that that's actually how phones people used to ring people on phones. They didn't <laughs> understand, right. which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, you know, the world's changed, but uh, but yeah, like it's just one of those things where you see that red and you just go alkaline trio, and it's weird that a color can be so synonymous with a band, right? And then you know what. With with my knowledge and my love of alkaline trio, it's like it was. There was mm. a lot of pressure to be like, "Is this right? Are we? Is this the right thing?" You know, and obviously, <laughs> I I think oh, it, it is awesome. And it then, it, it takes you back. It takes you back to that to the crimson, the agony and irony, and the the good right. morning, and even from here to inf- infirmary, which is obviously what the aim was. And right, um, exactly, it's it's it, it's harking back to the good days of alkaline. Yeah, I mean like, even cool. even. Even kind of, oh, the other image was, <laughs> this is kind of funny. The other image was a clock, but uh, those, we already used clocks on God damn it. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't do that. So, but, e- but even the, the CD face itself is kind of an homage to, to God damn it because they use the, the yes. clock face label and I use, so it's, it's like, it's a callback, but it's also, you know, it's, it's, it's paying a statement tribute. forward. Yeah. Right. Totally. So and then and then and, the other cool thing of, about that uh, record, I don't know. If, did you ever see the lyric video for Blackbird? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, back in the, when it came so, out. Yes, so we did the original. Like we just rebuilt the uh, the layout and then just projected the lyrics onto the same kind of background. So we cool. Made that video the same team. So that was and, that was really cool to kind what, of. What's really cool about our Colin Trail is because Matt's gone and joined Blink, it's opened them up to a whole new audience as well. Which right. Is it, it's sort of giving them that, that new breath. So this is a perfect fitting album and album artwork for that new era of the band as well, because they sort of come and go these days. They've got families and stuff and, and other priorities. So, you know, to have that is, you know, it's so fitting and it's so cool that they ma- managed to keep on and, you know, be relevant over all that time. But, 
But one of the other ones I want to talk about, and and like I said, we are into the big names now, and you worked on Pennywise Never Gonna Die. One day I met a young man, he said, get out of my way. Yes. And another, another, being a punk kid, once again, getting that come across your desk, you must have just gone, thank you very much. That was a cool time because that was, you know, I knew Pennywise, they were, they were working on a record and they needed, uh, you know, when it came across like, hey, what are we going to do for the album artwork? You know, we don't know. Mm. Uh, a, lot, a lot of times the bands don't know what they want. So you have mm. to kind of blindly pitch ideas. So you just kind of like come up with a bunch of different sketches and you show them, you know, ideas. And then you take them to the band and then they kind of, they'll give you feedback on what they want. Uh, mm. Like, because, you know, Pennywise, like their, their album covers. They're statements. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, they're statements, but they're also, you know, it's the it's the Pennywise logo as a different color. Yep. So yep. so for each record, you have to like, okay, well, what color haven't we used yet? <laughs> so I had a bunch of ideas that we kind of sketched out. And they were, you know, ranging from photographic ideas to illustrations and, you know, collage and uh, other crazy stuff. And then they weren't like responding to anything because they were in the studio. Like they were they were recording mm. with Cameron Webb, uh, mm. who is an who's in Santa Ana, which is about, a, you know, an hour and a half away from Los Angeles. Um, right. So, so one day, uh, you know, I kind of went to Brecker with, I'm like, Hey, look, you know, I'm like, what should we do here? Like they're kind of, you know, in studio mode, but we got to get this done. He's like, well, Hey, let's just, let's just go to the studio. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, just like, let's, uh, let's just hop in my car and we'll, we'll drive down and have a meeting with them. So I'm like, nice. okay, this is great. So, you know, so, I'm, so me and Brett are heading down to Santa Ana and we go to the studio and uh, we just sit down and just kind of talk about ideas. And it's, it's so crazy because, you know, Brett and these guys have such a long history mm. that the first, mm. you know, the first, the first good hour and a half were them just kind of catching up and, you know, joking around with each other, which was, uh, you know, and nice, telling stories. Yeah, nice the, to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was awesome to just, you know, kind of be a fly on the wall and hear these stories that, you know, are not to be repeated. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of, and kind I of will things. repeat them now. No, <laughs> not yet. Um, but yeah, but that, but that was a cool thing. And so we finally landed on the uh, this illustration collage idea. And again, uh, I worked with uh, my friend Mike Cortada, who you know I've known from um, a data member, uh, OTEP, and mm. all this other stuff. So we came together. Originally, this this cover was supposed to be day glow, kind of really bright all those like greens, oranges, and, and, uh, like those neon colors, but mm. we kind of dialed up and we wanted to use spot colors, you know, have it just be this like, uh, amazing bright kind of piece, but we kind of, uh, dwindled it down to like this kind of more, uh, duotone, uh, blue and which we uh, love. Gray. I, I love yeah. the fact it's, it's sort of, it's going back to, you know, it, it, it reminds me more of the full circle days than it does of, say, the fuse or all or nothing. It's sort of, you know, and it's because it's got that the, the black and white and it's, it's, it's going, it's going, it's sort of harking back to that, that darker tone, which, you know, to me is, is, is the real Pennywise. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm glad you're kind of noticing all these, like when we do these uh, older bands, newer stuff, you see that I kind of like pull from their, their history. It's like that's what people want to see, you know. Like, well, that's my like, history. That's why, and it's your history. Yeah. So totally. we remember when these albums came out. I remember 1997. I remember I was like 19 years old. I was like, right. you know, it was yeah. like, it was like, damn, that's, that was my that's, era. 
And that's what, and that's what music is that people want to feel that same feeling of when they were younger and stuff. And it's just like putting them in a familiar world. It's like, okay, the artwork's good now. And you know, at Pennywise, you know, they're not really uh, breaking the mold on, on their sound or anything. So it's, it was just like a, a real nice, you know, the record itself is just like an homage to the rest of their, their catalog. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and it most definitely is. And and once again, brilliant, brilliant. And we I we also mentioned off air that you are working on something with Rancid because I noticed on your website that you are doing that you've done that you worked um on a lot of the promo around their last album. Troublemaker. So what's coming out is um well, Rancid's always working on stuff. Like Tim has a studio mm. here in LA that he just, you know, he lives at and he he produces a lot of stuff. I mean, he's really focused on like, you know, like the interrupters and like some uh, great some band, Hellcat. great band. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorites. Um, and then like a bunch of the Hellcat stuff, um, like just all that stuff. Hellcat's kind of been signing quite a few bands lately, which is kind of cool. What we're working on with Rancid right now is that it, it's the 20th anniversary of Life Won't Wait. So the Life Won't Wait record is a, it's an amazing record and we're, mm. we're repressing it on vinyl and what we're doing, it's crazy because this record is, is so long. There's like 30 songs on it. They're, they cut the record at 45 RPM. So there are mm. four discs. Wow. <laughs> so wow. eight sides. <laughs> eight sides of stuff and um we redid the packaging where we um so life won't wait is like this cover like the original cover is like this uh punk sitting on a on a on a stoop and this blurry punk walking by with a rancid skull on the yes. background yes so so uh lars had this idea of making it a uh like a bootleg version of this so what we did is we stripped it down completely and it's a it's a white background with a black skull on the cover no text on the cover at all and then you um you open it up and then it's you know it's like this giant uh four lp fold out so it's like you know it's like six feet long or something wow Um, and then uh and it's all you know it's all one color uh it's just like black ink and then it's just like we kind of uh re reworked the um the collage layout that's like on the inside of the artwork and just kind of made it black and white and real punk and real grungy but yeah but i think that's coming out in november i think we're announcing it pretty soon but uh that was a really cool project because with every oh, with everything and tim is pretty old school about dealing mm. with stuff and then since since his studio is you know between my house and the uh and the epitaph office he wants me to he always wants me to pop in and just kind of talk about this stuff together. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. so here I am, you know, in, in Damn, Tim's... that'd be a hard job. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, Tim is, he's, he's, he's so nice. Like he, you know, he like, you think he's like this big, scary punk, but he is the nicest, nicest dude in the world. And once you kind of gain that, his trust and everything, you know, once you're in his family, he's totally stoked on you. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a really cool experience to, to work with, with Tim and just kind of have him know, you know, your name. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's very cool. That is oh amazing. And amazing that you've got to work on another iconic album. That would be one of my dream jobs. I'm not a, I'm not a graphic designer at all. I can't, I can't design anything, but I, to be able to 
work at an, a record label like Epitaph where all their releases are iconic and they've all got right. anniversaries coming up and you get to do all this amazing stuff because yeah. their fan base is just so obsessed with, with these albums that they're going to pick up anything. Um, You're so right, you get man. to do some really cool stuff and you get to revisit I mean, all of these, all these records. Definitely. My like teenage self would not believe that I'm you know, <laughs> doing this right now. And I, and I think that's, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And, and one of the ones I wanted to finish off with was, was, um, a band that I am obsessed with, which is hot water music. Um, caution is just, you know, a classic to me. Um, yeah. And, you uh, worked with them on Shake Up the Shadows, I love the their latest album, and it was really interesting for me because um, they didn't use Sync or Scott Sinclair, who did a lot of their album artwork. I've actually got nearly every single release I've ever done signed by Scott. I reached out to him and hassled oh, the cool. absolute living crap out of this guy until he eventually relented and let me send over everything to sign. He was worried. I think he was worried I was going to sell it on eBay or something. Because <laughs> if you get his signature, it's worth a fortune, apparently. And I'm like, no, I don't sell anything, man. You should see my house. But uh, um, And he, he, was, he was so gracious, he signed everything for me. And uh, so I was really interested about how this one came up because I just naturally assumed when you hear hot water music, you're going to see a sync bit of artwork. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think with this one, I don't know the, the full story, but I know that they worked with... Um, this guy named uh, Richard Menino. He's uh, mm-hmm. this this Flo- he's this Florida um, designer. He used to go by the name Horse Bites. Uh, and <laughs> cool name. Yeah, he was like this like he was this funny dude who uh, he did a bunch of stuff for like uh, in the early two thousands for like Less Than Jake and uh, right and uh, a lot of the fest stuff. imagery. Yeah, right. Like that, yes, that, that Florida festival. And like Polar Bear Club, and he did a bunch of that stuff. And I think he just kind of became friends with uh, Hot Water Music by doing like their merch or something. And then, right. he, yeah, so so he he did this, and, and it was it was awesome because I I you know I haven't really heard of him doing anything in the uh, in the music uh, realm in mm. a really long time. So it was cool mm. to kind of see that name pop up again. Yeah, well, he did Strike Anywhere. I'm I'm, right. I'm looking at it yeah, now. Yeah, okay. He did Strike Anywhere. Cool. Dead FM and To Live in Discontent. I love those albums. So cool. Yes. Yeah. So he's a really cool illustrator, but he 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 does some like weird clothing company or something, <laughs> uh, like some biker kind of thing. It's it's really cool. It's like he's got a lot of weird like Southern culture, like um, kind of white trash kind of kind of vibe, but like mm. does does it really well. Like, but like kind of you know like he sells like chip clips and stuff. <laughs> I don't right. Know. Cool. Random <laughs> really and weird. cool. Yeah, but he, 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 he has a really cool style. But, um, so, you know, they kind of just, cause when we did this record, they were just like, Hey, we have this record. You guys are putting it out, apparently. So, uh, we're like, okay. So we, um, <laughs> so, cause we, we redid some deal with them. I'm not, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure on that. But, um, so they showed up with this out with, with the cover and I was, uh, in charge of doing the layout. So, you know, I didn't do anything with the, with artistic vision. I just got this cover and I'm like, okay, well, I can work with this. So <laughs> then I just basically did the, uh, the back of the, the back of the LP and then, you know, did all like the technical design of it and stuff too, which, which was really fun to do. It's so, yeah. It's so cool. And, and once again, a dream come true to be able to work on anything by yeah. Hot Water Music. That I would mean, yeah. it was cool because at the at the time, because I, I don't know if you know this, but Epitaph recent, uh, I guess a couple years ago, bought uh, J Tree Records. 
Yes, um, yes. So so we've been reissuing all that old Jade Tree stuff oh, as well. How cool so is that? At, at the time, I was working on Avail and Hot Water Music, and I'm like, oh. okay, so I don't even have a beard. Like, is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fit this mold. So um, yeah, so not at all, but... just just so cool, just so cool. And you know, you've had this incredible career now that's that spanned two of the most iconic punk and and uh and sort of hardcore that that sort of scene over the last 20 years so um you know being able to run through all of this artwork with you has been a journey i think this is the longest recording i've done so i apologize oh, completely <laughs> no, no, for that yeah no no it's awesome I, I do need to finish off and i finish off with two right. questions for every episode and right. i throw these at everyone i don't even i don't even warn people um which is horrible of me but uh but the first question is, is there any album artwork out there, whether it's been created, whether it's something that you wish you had done that exists or a, or an album that you wish you had done your own interpretation of? Is there an album artwork out there you wish you had done? Okay, I think I understand the question. Um, I think the one, <laughs> the, the, the one album cover that like I'm just in awe of every time I see, um, it's, uh, it's Jimmy World Clarity. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that was done by, uh, you know, I'm not going to pronounce his, his last name correctly, but it's uh, his name's his name's Jay, and uh, it's like Inawaski or something. But he's also, I, I believe, he was in the band um, The Promise Ring. Right, right, yeah. So it just like those the way those photos are put together and everything, and um, it's just such a beautiful such a beautiful mm. cover and it's like every time i look at it man it's just like it's just what a what a cool simple kind of piece mm. of art and like i mean maybe mm. maybe it's because that record is so good and so uh you know oh, it's iconic now records, isn't it but yeah. yeah but it's just such a such a cool thing um i think yeah i think that's i think that is my answer to be world clarity that is that is a great answer <laughs> and and of course they followed that up with bleed american and the artist right. from Bleed American, William, forget his surname. He is also the dude who did all the big star artwork. So oh, um, all the big awesome. star photography. So That's and so cool. the other the other thing I never realized and I should have realized was that the song Hear You Me from Bleed American is actually written about um the two girls or the three sisters who died and they were the Weezer fan club girls. Yeah. Um, Isn't that cool. Like cool, like uh yeah. I mean it's not Sorry, it's not. Cool it's either. not. It's a it's tragedy. Not. It's a it's a tragedy, but right. it's a, it's amazing. I'm, and I never realized that. And of course, Pinkerton is is a hom, you know, in a lot of ways, a, a yeah. homage to that. And um, and to have them to actually write that song as well was um, yeah. I only realized that about a year ago, and it's like, oh I, really? I, 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 yeah, I, I remember I had tears in my eyes. I was like, oh my god, because I it takes oh, me back man. to that era. because so. um, yeah, I think yeah. I was in the fan club at the time, and yeah, it was just crazy. So it's amazing how things sort of come and go. But I was. The thing that really got me about about that was I'm a huge Big Star fan, and of course to have to have them use the same artist was just their, right. their photographer was mind blowing. So in Clarity again, another great record. But uh, I digress oh. as I always do. <laughs> um, but the last the last question is: Are there any? And you've probably worked with just about everyone, but are there any artists living or or, or who have passed that you would love to create an album artwork for? Man, you know that's a uh... That's something like if if I put it out in the universe, it'll probably happen. But <laughs> uh, we'll I don't do know. It. Like <laughs> you know, like the 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 most recent, you know, like again going back to Jimmy World, I ran into mm. uh, 
to Nick Steinhardt, who did the the new one. And mm. this is a this is at the Jimmy World show. They were playing here at the Greek, and I ran into Nick. I'm like, dude, yeah, what you know, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I did the artwork. I'm like, you asshole, <laughs> this is so awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, and he's like, yeah, I did the backdrop and everything. And it's it such a cool like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, Nick, Nick itself, you know, I know you had him on your podcast. He's 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 an awesome he's amazing, he's yeah. just an incredible artist. I, I learned so much from him. Uh, but yeah, I don't and know. He's in like, an incredible I mean, band himself. It's oh, of course. Band yeah. Himself. Yeah. Amazing band. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, like having done the offspring and the, I, I don't know, like, I don't, what, what else is there? Like, I can't be that selfish <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have done more than more than enough already. And you've obviously got a lot more to do. So um, thank you so much for your time, Jason. This has been incredible taking me back to my youth and some of the most you know iconic albums coming out today so uh i truly truly appreciate you taking the time and that's a wrap on all things jason link and epitaph and victory records and it feels a huge piece of the punk rock album artwork from two of the leading labels in the world until next time thanks for tuning in vibe machine